Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Feedback and Insight, Sheer number 46. I'm going to talk about um, a topic uh, brought down by Rabbi Shimon Grun from Torah Anytime, uh, beautiful auras uh, and tools that he gives, and talks about when um, there are difficulties and stressful situations that come up in life and in marriage and what to do about it and how to handle it. And um, a lot of this is taken from the Shiorim of Rav Shimon Grun. Highly recommended to look directly in Torah anytime. Um, and I view myself, as I said many times before, as a malakit in one place to, to bring down all the wealth of information and all the wonderful, powerful tools uh, that are not my own. And I usually try to say it, B'Shem Umrei, and the credit goes to them and Ashrehem, you know, Baruch Hashem, we have people like that, and uh, and Hashem is kind to us and gives us the ability and the tools um, to share and to um, gain, uh, to make our lives more enriched and better. So the reality is that dif- difficult and stressful situations do come up in life. And they do come up in marriage, and it's very normal. And um, he said that there are two myths that hurt marriages. They're opposite myths, not always held by different uh, same people, but they harm a marriage by having these beliefs. One of the beliefs is when a person has this hashkafa and they say, oh, every marriage is difficult. You only do it because you have to in life. No one is really happy. Everyone has problems in their marriage. Everyone suffers. And, and, and it's very rare that a person is happy in their marriage. It is what it is. And the problem with such thinking is, though it's nice to be in the same boat, but it won't get you to the point where you can get help. And you need to get help. And that will make things better. And... Um, It'll make things better, so you go for that help. And um, you will not be happy in your marriage, in your life, rather. You will not be happy in your life if your marriage is not good. And while everyone has problems, but we can work through our problems, and if we can't, then we can get help to work for, with our, uh, for, for our problems and get the proper counseling and objective third party that could help sometimes or help yourselves by learning these skills and even people who had difficult marriages can going forward get have good marriages and they can attain it so this concept to think this is my role in life this is my goal in life that marriage is bitter and then they just complacent about it and they just okay i'm out of the house now so now i could live now i come back it's a little bit of a gehenim and uh, but it's not so bad because at least I have hours where I, I you know I, I could I could escape. That's not the way to live. The way to live is the things that you can do to make it better. So this idea to have that negative view on marriage that it's always difficult and no one's happy is not the right route. And then there are others that say no, you know I see your people around me. It could be they have good marriages, but I'm a loser. I'm miserable. I've tried hard. Nothing's working. I'm just not good at this stuff. I can't do anything about it. Nothing's working. 
and uh, I went through trauma when I was a child or whatever it is. And, um, and when you think this way, also you don't reach out. Now, while it's true that very many marriages do struggle, and they do, but there are people that have happy marriages, and your own marriage, even if it's bad now, can become good. It's not a pipe dream. It's not a fantasy. And everyone has that achrayis to help themselves make their marriage work better. And here is a yesoid that he said that I really want to emphasize. It's okay for a marriage to need work, even hard work. Don't be jealous because you see somebody else that does not have to work as hard in their marriage. We'll talk about kinna in a different um, in a different shear about how to handle those type of feelings. But if you need to work harder on the marriage, it's worth the work. The investment is worthwhile. It's a it you get returns that are kafel and above chamisha. It 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 just multiplies and multiplies. That's one you side. That if you see in your marriage, don't be resentful by the fact that it takes work. But Yagata Umatsasa Tamen. And Yagata Matsasa Tamen applies by marriage too. Not just by Yigiasa Taira and attaining Taira. Yagata Umatsasa Taimen. Yes, you do your Stadlis and Yagdavan also, but you put in the tools, you put in the work, it's well worth it, and it can make the marriage better and deeper. Another thing that he said that's a tremendous insight, and it's hard for people to um, internalize this, but they need to. It's good to take responsibility. And taking responsibility doesn't mean that you're taking blame. Now, sometimes it could be you are to blame. We'll discuss that. And not to bash yourself about it, but to learn from things that you know that you did incorrectly that you need to fix. But even if you're not to blame, you could take responsibility for things even if you're not to blame. Because it takes two to tango, right? It takes two people to fight. To actually fight, you need two people. But it doesn't take two people to initiate a fight. And the reason there's a fight is because there's two people there. And uh, so each one, by definition is contributing to this difficulty with which they're fighting, even if they're not to blame, or even if one of them is not to blame, or neither of them is not to blame, or both of them are to blame. It's irrelevant. The bottom line is, is that if you are one of the parties that's in an argument with another, with, with your spouse, then both of you are re- responsible. And both of you, responsible, again, not in a negative with a negative connotation, you know, responsible. You always think about that, that that strict teacher wagging your finger at you. I don't mean it that way. Responsible means that there is some uh, opportunity, achrayis, but an opportunity of an achrayis, that you can do something to resolve that difficulty, even if you're not to blame. And it's so much easier that way to think in those lines of saying to yourself, you know, that you could take responsibility and maybe on my part, 
of whatever argument I got into with my wife or my husband, maybe I could handle it differently. Maybe I could do it a little differently. And, um, you know, and um, no one's pointing a finger at you. This you could do on your own and realize yourself. And that's a great tool, by the way, because very often you get self-defensive. But with yourself, there's no need to get self-defensive. All you need to do is think about it privately to yourself. And no one's wagging their finger at you. And no one's uh, uh, judging you. But you yourself are thinking, you know something? Number one, maybe I am actually to blame. Could be. And even if not, I'm not mamish to blame, but is it possible? I'm more rigid than I need to be? Am I more inflexible than I need to be? Am I being more oversensitive maybe it's possible again without anyone telling you you think this in your mind you think about it and explore it not bashing yourself but just to learn about yourself and say hmm maybe i should try a different approach so even if you're not to blame you still take a part in whatever argument that's taking place are you escalating that argument are you tolerating it, meaning tolerating it in a negative way and just swallowing everything? That's also not healthy. Maybe there's something that you can do in a good way to make the situation better. Maybe if I can't figure it out myself because my emotions are clouded, maybe I could ask an objective third party to help me with this. But think about it. No one's attacking you right now. And there could be, there's a Pesach here. There's a Pesach of something that you could do differently. Like he said the quote, and it's a famous quote, insanity is doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting different results. So very often you got into these fights thousands of times. Maybe there's a way to do it differently that will have a different result. And what he said you'll find very often is that a lot of the arguments between a husband and wife, when they're fighting fiercely, it's very little about logic. It's more about the emotions and learning how to handle that. Because if it's really purely logical, you won't get into such a deep fight. Usually, let's say, if you two are observing an argument between uh, two neighbors, two other neighbors, so the wife will say maybe that he feels when neighbor A is right, the, 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 the husband will say, no, neighbor B is right. And when they're having a discussion like that, and they're not emotionally involved, then if they're both rational, they're both logical, they'll see each other's point of view. In a, like very easy, you know, why is the wife saying neighbor A is to blame? Why is the husband saying neighbor B is to blame? And they talk it over and express it, and they get it. They get what the other one's saying, and they see their point because they're not emotionally involved. So they so so and 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 they work through whatever that disagreement is. But usually, what happens is between a husband and wife, there's emotions involved here and difficult emotions that cloud the logic, and it's not logic. Usually, the fight is not logic. Once there is logic and you remove the unhealthy emotion of it, then the, the, the whole dynamic of that disagreement becomes much calmer and much, um, much more productive and positive. And um, that's a very important thing that to remember. And also it's important to, that, to know it's better to 
make your spouse feel good than to be right. Sometimes your spouse needs to feel good. And when you're arguing over something back and forth on some negative thing that one of you did, whatever, that shouldn't have been done or whatever it is, the best thing at times is focus on what your spouse is already doing right. Never mind if you feel they deserve it, they don't deserve it, makes no difference. Be happy, make them happy by the fact that they're right about a lot of things and that they help you with a lot of things. And that's a stepping stone for a better relationship. It's a stepping stone to grow. And, um, and it's, it's very important to know this. And it's not easy. And he's madgeshit, I'm madgeshit. It is not easy what it was saying here, what I'm saying here, and what I heard from him say here, to when you're in the heat of an argument and you feel personally upset, to take a step back and to calm your emotions and look at the positive of your spouse as you're disagreeing about something. It's not an easy thing. But that is really what refines your character. That is really how you grow. And later... After, you know, you go through the process of this, you will have a karasatayv and say, you know, in a way it's good that these difficult situations came up or that we had a difficulty uh, in resolving this issue because we learned to adapt and we learned to grow and we learned how to communicate better. I want to tell you a personal story uh, about this. Um, you see, when I was... Um, in high school. So I graduated high school and uh, was in Yeshiva Tarvadas. And they gave out by the graduation a Kol Kisvei Chafetz Chaim. It was a three uh, volume green safer of the Kol Kisvei Chafetz Chaim. It had all the writings of the Chafetz Chaim, not the Meshabura, but the Chafetz Chaim, the Shemir Saloshin, and Ahavas Chesed, and, and, and the, uh, the biography written by his son about him, and all his letters, and a beautiful set of Kolkisvei Chafetz Chaim. So when I was in the first year base Medrash, and second year base Medrash, and third year base Medrash, after I got that graduation present, I basically learned through the Kol Kisvei from beginning to end, and some of them m- multiple times. And he, when he talked, and again, you see, when I was in Beis Medrash at that time, I didn't have yet the Nisyonis of being out in the world. I had my Harusa, and yes, I was, uh, whatever, uh, studying with studying, but what type of Nisyonis Beit on the there was not much when you just have a Harusa, and then you go to Yeshiva, and, you know, and that's that. So I learned then about not saying Lushan Hara and loving and, 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 and his Havas Chesed Sefer about constantly doing Chesed and being done with Havas And it left a tremendous Rishim on me. And I, and I was thinking to myself as I was learning this, this is beautiful and it's also not so difficult. Of course. You know, it, it, it can be hard sometimes, but you can be done the kafskus and love everybody like yourself and, and, and not say Lashon Hara because you see what it could cause. Of course. But what happened? What happened was life. As I got older and had to leave yeshiva and then was in the, in the working world, dealing with sometimes difficult people in difficult situations, 
And I, then I got married, and married came with responsibilities and real life and dealing with a, with a, with a wife with a, that's a real human being and with, you know, young children and dealing with, you know, uh, sleepless nights with ear infections and so on and so forth and other matzavim that came up. And then I realized as I was going through all of these regular life changes that all of you know about, I realized that it's not so easy, you know, to not say Lashon Hara when you're very upset or to want to, or to do that chesed when you're extremely tired or just not motivated to do it because of these Nisyanis. So while I was in the base Medrash in that calmer time, I said, wow, this is beautiful. This is easy. This is a, a piece of cake. Then I realized, no, it's not. It's not easy sometimes not to say Lashon Hara. I'm a human being. I'm not such, I'm not, I thought I was in a higher Madrega than I was. I thought, oh, you know, this, I'm learning all this and, 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 and the Tzedek what's the big deal? It's, it's so simple. And I felt good about myself. Oh, this maybe even. But then I realized nothing doing. As soon as these Nisyanis hit of real-life situations at work or, or, or in marriage or in raising the kids, I realize then, and I look back into the Kol Kisrich of and I see it's an Avaida. It's a struggle. And the same thing applies with all of you that are married, even if you're married a long time already, but especially, you know, when, if you're not. But in, in either case, you, you thought all along because with the outside, when, when you're with your friends or, or in certain circles where it's easier to get along and it's easier to interact and it's more geschmack to interact and, and, and you feel you are a better Balmidais Toivais because you weren't challenged yet. Then here comes marriage and the shyness that comes along with it. And then you know, someone's challenging you and a situation is challenging you. And then you realize, you know something? I may have not had all those Midas Taivas yet as I thought I did. It just wasn't challenged yet. But the good part is, is now that you are married and have these situations and you're being tested and you're having these difficult situations and you're getting yourself to learn how to communicate and to use those skills, or to get an objective third party to help you, to, to catch you when you are over-emotional about something, and, um, you know, and, and say to yourself with humility, you know, I said every, I tried it already and it didn't work. Maybe I didn't try it the right way yet. Maybe, maybe I'm not thinking so clearly. Maybe I'm the gay abedover. So these challenges, and then when you get yourself to the point where you are um, taking the responsibility, and again, not blame, responsibility, and asking that third objective party, here's what happened. Maybe I was irrational. What do you think? What's the story? And, uh, you know, then, then what happens is, is your midas then you really become a real Balmidas Taivais. It starts off when things are hard for you and you do it anyway. And that's why it's so important to invest in a marriage. Don't be afraid of that hard work and don't be jealous if you think another marriage out there does not require such a hard work because the bottom line is, is that once that hard work is put in, then it becomes a deeper 
more beautiful marriage than even the one that didn't have those challenges. That's just the way it is. And that is a very important thing. And therefore, when someone goes through difficulty in marriage or difficult situations or fights or whatever it is or issues, don't push it off and don't put it under the rug either. It doesn't mean that if something goes wrong immediately, you have to run in and SOS and, you know, uh, emergency. No, but if it's a pattern is starting already and there's a bump in the road there, don't feel bad about asking for help. Don't push it off and work on it presently. The more things you bury under the rug, the more will, ugliness will come out later. It's best to deal with it b'shas maisa. And, and, and there's no embarrassment if you need help. It doesn't always mean a therapist. Sometimes it means just an outside third objective party that see things clearer than you see it because you're emotionally involved. And that's basically the aside uh, that he shared, which is a beautiful aside. And the Nakuda is, again, there's a many of them that were said here, but one of them is that taking, first of all, for yourself, you know, take the blame when you know you deserve the blame. You, In other words, it's, it, it's it, it, and it's best when you do it yourself, not to bash yourself, but to think about it yourself. No one's harassing you, no one's pushing you, no one's screaming at you, but you think to yourself, you know something? Did I handle the situation right? Maybe I didn't. And even if I'm not fully to blame, maybe I could have done something better. And even if I'm not to blame at all in this situation, it's a tough situation. I, I didn't do it. I'm not at fault. Nevertheless, maybe I could do something better. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>